This is an Equity Bates Media podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Get Started Investing, a production of Equitymates Media. This series is everything you need to get started on your investing journey. You don't need a lot of brains in this, but investing in yourself is the best thing you can do. Anything that improves your own Now time. you can get rich very young just by having an idea. I mean, I can buy anything I want, basically, but I can't buy time. Welcome to Get Started Investing, a podcast where we help you learn to invest in 15 minutes or less. Each episode, we take one real-world business story and we apply a key investing lesson to help you build your investor toolkit. If you're joining us for the very first time, welcome. We strongly recommend that you scroll up and start at episode one. And just a reminder before we kick in that we're not experts, we're not financial professionals, and we are not licensed. We're here learning just like you and nothing on this podcast should be taken as advice. With that said, let's crack on. My name is Bryce. And as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Uh, excited for this episode. We are, we had a tough week in the stock market this week. Well, when this is released last week. Last week, yeah, we did. Well, Wednesday was the worst day in the past two years. In the States. In the US, yeah. yeah. Which actually, like, the past two years, that's not that long. No. Everyone's like, worst day since June 2020. Oh. It's like, that feels like yesterday. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so today um, we're going to unpack what happened last week and then the lesson is around the triumph of the optimists, Ren, and yeah, we th- uh, how we should actually think about scenarios like this. Yeah, we thought it was time to break the glass on the most comprehensive study of investment returns that's ever been done, a century of investment returns across four continents, 16 countries, five major asset classes, 100 years. And don't panic, it doesn't, it's not as boring no, as it sounds. No, but I think <laughs> the conclusion is in the name. The, after they did that study, they called it the triumph of the optimists. That's what the book is called. And so we thought we would explain that because after last week, some people, including myself, oh. need a little bit of optimism. You swing <laughs> in emotion just as much as you no, do when you're watching a game of the Sydney Swans. No, look, I um, <laughs> oh well, I think the Swans are going to lose from the opening bounce. So. Uh, well, in, that's will by the time this goes to air, we will know the result. No, look, I actually, I'm pretty optimistic uh, when it comes to the stock market. Like, I bought more. Woke up on Thursday morning, saw what happened in the US and bought more. Yep. Knowing that it could fall further. Yep. Um, but I think it's important to to inject a little bit of optimism into the the narrative. Of course. Into the culture. Well, you've got to be, <laughs> yeah, well, you've got to be optimistic. But right, anyway, right. let's, let's ch- crack in. The news. Well, the Dow Jones dropped around 4%. The S&P 500 and NASDAQ also took losses. It was red across the board. Carnage. 
One word. It is carnage. It was an extremely ugly day here for the markets. Taking a at look. Its worst at- point today, our market had lost as much as $112 billion. Today is one of, in terms of value, the worst days you'll ever see. As we said, last week was tough. It was the worst day in the US since June 2020. What do we mean by that? Well, the S&P 500 top 500 companies in the States was down 4.4%. The NASDAQ, the tech-heavy NASDAQ, was down 5.2%. And the Dow Jones Industrial Average was down 3.9%. So some pretty significant falls. That carried through to the ASX as well, which was down, I think, a couple of percent. Uh, it wasn't the worst in um, in two years. It was the worst, I think, in three months for the ASX. Okay, so, yeah, ASX down <laughs> two, two and a half. Two and a half. Uh, and within that, Ren, many of our most well-known and wide held stocks were down so we can rip through it apple down six microsoft and, and alphabet also down six tesla down four facebook meta down nine amazon was hit down seven netflix eight nvidia nine it keeps on going ren you guys Plenty get the stocks. point we not just the tech like just the the whole market was everything down. was sold and i guess the question is why and in a recurring answer that people are probably getting sick of at this point Inflation and interest rates. The inflation number in the US for August came out, the 12 months to August, prices rose 8.3%. Now, that was higher than economists expected, higher than economists hoped for, uh, and the market panicked because what it meant is we probably will see more interest rate increases and the pace at which these interest rate increases are coming won't slow down. Yeah. So to put that 8.3 in perspective, uh, central banks generally like to see in inflation at around 2 to 3% on average, so per year. So much higher than anyone would like. And we know that interest rate rises are not good things for the stock market. Yeah, it makes borrowing money more expensive. It makes investors ask for a higher level of return before they invest money. So it just makes it harder for the companies listed on the stock market. And when companies listed on the stock market are having a harder time, their share price falls. And then the whole index falls because the index is just a collection of companies. And then my portfolio falls. Yes. So the lesson to add to our investor toolkit is the triumph of the optimists. It's recognizing that despite all of these worst days in two years and plenty of other things that impact the stock market, it's a reminder to, uh, to, to look at some of the historical returns of the stock market because it just keeps on ripping up, Ren. It does. It does. And I mean, they were saying uh, today was the worst day since June 2020. And the market had already had a pretty sharp bounce out of its COVID fall by June 2020. But if I just go back to the start of June, so before the second worst day now, include what we've had this year and then the worst day, which we had last week, you're still up 24%. Nice. Yeah. You don't hear about the slow grind upwards. It's not as newsworthy as the sharp fall downwards. Mm. But if we really zoom out, uh, this study that we mentioned at the start gives us I guess the perspective on why the stock market can be labelled a triumph of the optimists could be a triumph for the optimists, but it really is despite everything that goes wrong and not just could go wrong, everything did go wrong in the 20th century. The stock market was a great wealth creator. Yeah. 
So, Ren, we'll put some numbers to it. And these numbers have come from a book that is titled um, The Triumph of the Optimists, published in 2002, written by three economics professors, Elroy Dimson, Paul Marsh and Mike Staunton. And uh, they had a pretty exhaustive look at a century's worth of investment returns. So from 1900 through to 2000 across asset classes around the world. And it paints a, a really positive picture for the stock market. Mm. But before then, Bryce, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's as simple as this. When Wall Street sneezes, our market ends up catching a cold. And today, it was a $63 billion cold. Every sector in the red, tech stocks hit the hardest. The losses were simply brutal. More than 5% wiped off in a matter of minutes. Billions in retirement savings washed away. The worst one-day plunge in years. So, Bryce, before the break, we spoke about what happened last week. Tough, tough day, tough week. Yeah. It's been a tough year. But this is our call to the Equity Mates community to remain optimistic because the stock market has been a triumph of the optimists. And a book by that title has done the most comprehensive study of stock market returns and it bears that out, that it pays to be, literally pays to be optimistic as an investor. So this study looked at investment returns for 100 years across five different asset classes, four continents, 16 countries. And the key takeaway, after inflation, real returns, $1 invested in 1900 would be $295 today. Great return. Not bad. Now, I, I kind of hate those comparisons sometimes because it's like if you invested $1 in 1900 today you'd be dead. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that, that just shows how powerful the stock market has been. Yeah. Well, if you dig down into that, Ren, that was at a world index level. If you look at the US, that $1 wouldn't be two ninety five; It would be 711 uh, And in the UK, that $1 would be 292 not, not as not not surprising. I mean, you'd still the take UK it. Market. <laughs> UK market. UK has had its moments, uh, and then kinda, it has like anyway. I'm not going to get into gripe about the UK. I market, think the UK's outperformed the, the US this the year. Footsie, oh well, over the long term, it definitely hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but I think so. The stock market has been a great creator of wealth. That's point one that this book makes. That's not really a surprising point for the get started investing community because we just don't shut up about it. The second point, a $1 investment in the United States stock market would have been $711. Not bad. Mm -hmm. A $1 investment in the US bond market in 1900 would have been $5. That's unbelievable. Not as good. Well, nowhere near as good. Nowhere near as good. We don't have what the uh, $1 investment in the Australian property, property. market would have yeah. been, but probably would have broken the chart. <laughs> well, and then, Ren, um, looking at the uh, some of the countries around the world, and this, this surprised me. So between 1900 and 2000, best performing country, 
Sweden mm. at 7.6% return per annum yes. for the last 100 years. Australia coming in second at 7.5%. South Africa third at 68 and then the US fourth at 6.7%. Did the Australia coming in second not surprise you? Do these include dividends? Yeah, at total then, return. Then no doesn't surprise me. What surprises me though is that it means that that 711 that a $1 invested in Australia would be even more than 711. Yeah. 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 Cop that America. Go Aussies. <laughs> it's all those, it's all that That's mining. why you got to break your home country bias <laughs> and invest overseas. That's it. So I think the point here Ren is that these returns came over the 100 years or whatever despite Everything that went on yes. in that hundred years. Yes. Walls of worry. Yeah. Now, some people may have seen the wall of worry chart where it just say, you see the stock. I'm doing gestures with my hands. No one, this is a podcast. It's not helpful. <laughs> yeah. But the stock market goes bottom left, top right to the chart. And they point out all the problems that happened along the way. And it's just a reminder that like the stock market doesn't just rise or historically the stock market hasn't just risen in good times yeah it's also powered through and survived and thrived in the worst of times well give us some examples of these walls of worry well this triumph of the optimist book uh looks from in the 20th century so let's just take a, a quick survey of the 20th century yeah we had the spanish flu and world war one in the tw- in 1910s great depression in the 1920s that that worried a few people. World War II started in the 1930s. The Cold War started in uh, the 1940s. The Korean War in the 1950s. The Vietnam War in the 1960s. Stagflation and the OPEC oil crisis in the 1970s. That reminds us a little bit of today. Uh, in the 1980s, we had the one of the worst stock market crashes in history in 1987, Black Monday. In the 1990s, we had financial crises galore. We had the Asian financial crisis uh, in 1997. We had the Russian financial crisis in 1998. And despite all that, every dollar your parents or grandparents put into the market in 1900 was $295 Mm. by the end of the century. Mm. Amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. So the book is dense. (laughs) I'll be honest, I haven't read it. I've just read the Cliff Notes versions of it. But the study is important. The study that these three economists did is important because as their title suggests, it pays to be optimistic in the stock market. And at times like this, you need to remember that. Yeah, so I think that the key takeaway here and the tool to add to your investor toolkit is just to have this in the back of your mind so that at each moment where you feel like, there's so much doom and gloom. The headlines are telling you that it's all over, that we're having some of the worst moments in stock market of recent memory, that you're looking at your portfolio and you're down, maybe to- down in, in total, or some of your favorite positions are, are suffering. It's incredibly important to remind yourself of the time horizon that you have, the age that you're at, and that despite everything that has gone on, the stock market continues to, uh, to perform well over the long term. Mm. So it's something that I've learned over the last couple of years. Well, not couple, maybe f- 10 years. Um, and r- really use, use these examples to, to comfort me. And not only comfort me, Ren, but as you said, you've bought to use it as an opportunity to go, hey, if, if this is one of the worst moments in history, the, the other toolkit lesson is that you can take these opportunities yeah. to get in. So yeah. 
it's an important lesson. Yeah, and people might be sitting there thinking, you know, you guys are naive, you're young. I say thank you to that. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you guys are naive. This is just blind optimism of two people that haven't been through it. But this isn't blind optimism. We're not advocating blind optimism. We're advocating optimism based on the most comprehensive study of stock market returns ever conducted and that's optimism I can get behind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Stats don't lie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, look, I think um, there's not much more to it, Ren, other than just don't keep this in the back of your mind. I think it's like, up. don't give up. Yeah. Like, we know we did, a, we did something with the ASX and we were speaking to a few other people there and one of the people on this panel collect investment trends and they were talking about how they've seen the the data shows us that retail investors are leaving the market which is really sad because this is the moment that retail investors have the opportunity Mm. this is the moment to be optimistic that's it as hard as that is as hard as that is but it is possible so we're going to leave it there Ren. we have hit our 15 minutes but it's been an absolute pleasure chatting as always some exciting times in the market to be honest. Yes. And uh, let's remain optimistic. Let's remain optimistic and capitalize on this opportunity. That's it. We'll pick it up next week. Get Started Investing is a product of Equity Bates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Get Started Investing are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find the ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Get Started Investing acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.